0: This is Beth Jones, and I want to welcome you to the Beth Jones International Speaker Official Podcast. I am Beth Jones, your host at www.bethjones.net, and I want to welcome you here today. Today's podcast is Set Goals and Dream, and it is part of a four-part podcast series for January 2015. I want to welcome you here and invite you to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes And also visit my website at bethjohns.net and get signed up on my personal mailing list. I want to pray first before we get started and then we'll dive into our topic today, set goals and dreams. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name and I thank you for this beautiful sunny day today. And I ask that you would get me out of the way and you would anoint me with your spirit and you would teach us, Holy Spirit, what you want us to do. This year, God, I just pray that we would lay aside our agenda and we would seek your face and you would lead and guide us and be our compass. God, I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. But there's so many great quotes on goal setting and dreams and one of my favorites is don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go and do that because the world needs what the world needs is people who are alive. And that quote is by Howard Thurman. And that's so true. We want to do what makes us come alive. I don't believe for a second that God wants us to have a boring, mediocre life that makes us miserable. I believe he wants us to be happy and to enjoy our lives and to fully live it. So set goals and dreams that make you come alive. What do you love to do? And what do you want out of this life? What do you really want? What, what just really stirs your heart? What's... What's your big dreams? And what are you waiting on? This is a year, no more excuses and no more procrastination, no more blaming. I put on my Facebook business page today that yesterday's gone, so let the past go and realize that this is a new chapter in your life and turn the page. Start making goals and plans and take action steps. I think a lot of us were good at goal setting, and we have those dreams and ideas in our heart and in our minds, but where we get hung up is the action steps. Sometimes that's because of procrastination, sometimes it's perfectionism, and sometimes it's because of lack of direction. We don't know what to do or where to go, and that's where we need to just really take time to set aside and pray and say, God Speak to my heart. What is it that you want me to do this year? What is it that you want me to do today, God? And I want to encourage you not to have any condemnation about not achieving last year's goals or last year's dreams. Maybe you set some goals, you had some things in your heart that you were wanting to do and they didn't come to pass. Just let that go. Just like the Frozen song, let it go. Because right now is a fresh start. The beginning of the new year is a perfect time to just start over with a clean slate. God gives us do-overs every day and every year. His mercies are new every morning. Lisa Gill, who is a guest blogger at the Nashville Biz Blog, and my Shelley, my friend Shelly Valsett would probably love that because she's from the Nashville, Tennessee area, and you can find out more about Shelly at RochelleValisek.com. She is a speaker, author, coach, and a precious friend. She also does the doTERRA essential oils, but she's from that area. Lisa, also from the area, said that a lot of people start out the new year with resolutions, and I personally don't make resolutions. I stopped doing that several years ago. I now have a one word and a scripture that I have more as a focus for each each year. I'm going to be talking about that in a minute. But Lisa said that a lot of times people think, why bother? Because I, I'll only break my resolutions. I'll just fail miserably. So I would encourage you, if that's you too, if you don't do resolutions, to do the one word. The one word is more of a compass for the entire year than a set of easily broken New Year resolutions. The one word helps me with direction for the year. And if you don't have a one word, if you've never done that before, just ask God to give you a word and a scripture for this year that you can have as your uh, your compass. And don't feel stress or pressure about having to come up with it or making it some elaborate word it can be a very simple word such as trust and just ask God for it and he'll reveal it to you he'll reveal it to you in his perfect timing don't feel stressed about you've got to get the one word right now it can help you with goal setting and making new dreams for 2015 now here's some of Lisa's tips for goal setting she says forget what happened in the past and I was talking about this earlier regarding my Facebook page. Philippians 3.13-16, to 16, the New Life Version, says this. No Christian brothers, I do not have that life yet, but I do one thing. I forget everything that is behind me and look forward to that which is ahead of me. My eyes are on the crown. I want to win the race and get the crown of God's call from heaven through Christ Jesus. So, We want to forget what is behind and look straight ahead. We want that forward motion. Know that your goal is a journey and you do not get there overnight. Just like losing weight or giving up some bad habit. Be consistent to accomplish your goal. Consistency is a problem that many of us struggle with and in a group that's led by my friend jennifer Witten, and jennifer is on facebook and she's also on etsy she's an amazing jewelry artist she created a, a group called take the bull by the horns and what we're doing is one new thing a week and i thought it sounded so fun and so challenging and you can try that too one new thing a week and maybe what you can do is replace one bad habit with new, when new habits, such as if you um, struggle with eating junk food, maybe you can add a salad, lots of veggies to your, your diet each week. Lisa says what you learn along the way of your journey is just as important as achieving the is just as important as achieving your goals. For example, when I first started out speaking, I had some really bad advice from a business writing coach. She told me and the people in the class to, do every, to try to do everything ourselves. Everything from website design to HTML sales pages, designing the covers for our ebooks, and on and on. And that was really bad, wrong advice for me. I am not a techie person, and that is not my area of strength. So I need to spend time doing what I am anointed and called by God to do, which is speaking and writing and coaching. This past year, I found a wonderful graphic designer named Christine Dupree and a wonderful formatter and editor, Hannah Moon, at Heritage Press Publications for my book, Promises in the Dark, One Woman's Search for Authentic Love, and you can find that book at my website at Betchens.net or at Amazon or Barnes & Noble for your Kindle or your Nook. And this is now my publishing team, Christine and Hannah, and I love them. And I'm so thankful to God for them. I wish I'd found them to start with. But I learned along the way what not to do, which was to try to do everything myself. It's important for you to join with others to achieve your success. None of us can be a Lone Ranger. We need people helping us to help you, to pray for you, to stay accountable to them. And working together, you can create something beautiful and wonderful. Your strengths and theirs combine together with God's anointing and blessing. And I want to talk more about that a little bit later. The next thing is to write it down, and I love this because I'm a writer, but I write to-do lists, I, I journal, I write books, I write articles and blogs, but writing down your goals and dreams is so important, and if you write it down, you're more likely to do it. Put it on your calendar and dedicate time to it. Block off time. Some people call it time blocks. I also like to put a deadline. Keep track of the progress you're making and always check to make sure what you are doing is helping you to reach your goal. Now Forbes magazine said in an article why you should be writing down your goals is that there was this fascinating study conducted on the 1979 Harvard MBA program where graduate students were asked this question. Have you set clear written goals for your future and made plans to accomplish them? The Bible says, without a vision, the people perish. So I want to ask you that today. Have you written down clear written goals for 2015 and your future beyond 2015 and made plans to accomplish them? In the study, the results showed that only 3% had written goals and plans. 13% had goals, but they hadn't written them down. 84%, and I thought this was astounding, 84% had no goals at all. And can you imagine? And I think that's the way it is for most people. They don't have any goals, and therefore that's why they don't accomplish any. And many of them, if they have goals, they don't write them down. In this study, 10 years later, the same group was interviewed, and the result was amazing. The 13% of the class who had goals but didn't write them down was earning twice the amount of the 84% of students who had no goals. The 3% who had written goals were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97% of the class combined. 10 times as much. So you can see setting goals and writing them down is a very big key to success. The next thing is you are the CEO, Lisa says. You are in charge. And if you want it bad enough, if you consistently work toward it, you will succeed. You will achieve your goals and dreams this year. But you have to decide you are responsible you are the leader and this is your life it's not a dress rehearsal we get this one life and i truly believe that right now we're living in the end times and so it's so important that we we are about god the father's business that we do what god's wanting us to do that we don't waste any more time we need to fulfill god's purpose for our lives and if you don't know what your purpose is find out what it is. Find out what your spiritual gifts are. I've got a link on my website at the top of the page to find out what your spiritual gifts are, what your personality style is, and I also offer coaching if you need help for that, especially if you are a speaker, a writer, a coach, or an online entrepreneur. I help with coaching. We need to use the gifts that God's given us to the best of our ability and not hide our talents like the man did in Matthew 25 18. And that way, when we get to heaven, we will hear from God, well done, good and faithful servant. And that is what I want to hear. Last night, I was watching a webcast by Sally Clarkson and the three women that are writing the Ford for her new book, On Your Life. And one of the things these women were saying about Sally is that she is 60 years old she's a beautiful woman very intelligent very loving and gentle very gifted but one of the things they were saying about her is that sally has lived her life well and you know it doesn't mean that she's been perfect she admits she makes mistakes But she's just a very loving woman. She's filled with wisdom, with God's biblical wisdom. And she has lived her life well. And I would like to be able to say that in my life, too, at the end of my life. I know I've made many mistakes up to now. But I would like to live the rest of my life well. What about you? We need to do what really matters, what has lasting value. Ask yourself every day as you're doing things, Am I? Is this going to last? Is this going to have lasting value, or am I just spinning my wheels here? Am I doing this just to please other people, or is what I'm doing pleasing God? Is this what His purpose is for me? Are these my priorities? What really matters? Your business represents your passion, your goals, and your dreams and your values. And remember that God and your family matter more than your business. People are what really matters, but also your business matters and your family needs to respect your time devoted to it and not distract you or treat it with disrespect. Their encouragement, their prayers, their support can help you to achieve your goals and the the success you desire. In fact, your family will be blessed with the fruit of your success just like you'll be able to take fun family vacations, you'll have financial blessings, some money coming in, just like the P31 woman did with her earnings, you'll have pride and joy in you being an accomplished speaker and author, and so on. The next thing is know when to get help. Now, some challenges are part of the journey and they're necessary to achieving a successful outcome, but they don't always have to be things you do. So don't be afraid to ask for help to achieve your goals. Find people around you to hold you accountable because you're in charge also means you're accountable. Find people who believe in you, who who will pray for you, get a team of people to pray for you, and who wanna see you succeed and ask them to hold you accountable. You need to surround yourself with people that will sharpen you. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. And remember also that not everyone is going to want you to succeed. Even some family members may speak negative, critical things to you and hold you back from the success that God desires for you. Jim Rohn says, You become like the five people you spend most of your time with. So who are you hanging around? Are they people of faith? Are they people with success mindsets? Or are they people that have poverty mindsets? Maybe it's time for you to surround yourself with some new friends, some new people, some new business peers who are filled with faith and who have success mindsets. What are you waiting on? Get started thinking through and putting your goals in writing. What steps will you need to take right now to achieve these steps, to achieve these goals and dreams this year? Who will you be accountable to? Maybe you need to get a mastermind group. Maybe you need to join a mastermind or create a mastermind. I created one last year to help me and two of my friends to get on the right track and stay on track. Maybe you need to hire a coach. I offer coaching at my website at bettunes.net. I especially help speakers, writers, authors, and coaches and online entrepreneurs. If you need to just get that momentum going or you need someone to hold your feet to the fire with accountability or you want to go up level with big dreams, I offer coaching at bettunes.net. Just go to the coaching tab at the top of the page. How will you track your progress to reach your goals and then share them with someone who will hold you accountable, who will speak true to you and say, what are you doing? This is wasting your time or helping you with the action steps to get to your goals. There'll be a sounding board for you and also they will be able to brainstorm with you for creative new ideas for your business success. Now this last step included is is not included in the article that Lisa wrote, but it's to reward yourself. It's very important to celebrate your successes, even what you may consider small accomplishments. And I really believe in celebrating successes. I don't have any problem celebrating life or celebrating successes. I think it's important. And that doesn't mean that every time you brush your teeth at night, you should have a party and invite your 50 friends over to congratulate you for brushing your teeth. But when you've written down a goal, an accomplishment, let's say losing a pound that's part of your 25-pound weight loss goal or writing a new chapter, then celebrate that accomplishment. Not by having a piece of chocolate cake, but maybe buy yourself a scarf or a pretty bracelet or a good book on your Kindle Fire or your Nook. Like my book, Promises in the Dark, which is available at Amazon and at Barnes & Noble and also at my website. Be sure to celebrate your successes with your family and friends. 1 Corinthians 1031 ESV says this. So whether you eat or drink, Or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Ecclesiastes 3.13 says this, And that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. God wants you to enjoy your life. God wants to bless you. He wants you to succeed this year. He wants to give you a brand new year filled with his blessings and goodness as you are walking in obedience to him. Proverbs 1722, NASB says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bone. The bones. God does not want you to have dried up bones. He wants you to have a joyful heart, a happy heart. He wants to bless you. Just like we love to see our children, our grandchildren laughing and happy. That is the way God feels about us. So I wanna go over these steps one more time. Number one, Lisa's tips for goal setting. And she says, number one, forget what happened in the past. Know that your goal is a journey. Number two is write it down. Number three is you are the CEO, you are in charge and consistently work towards your goals and you'll succeed and number four is know when to get help seek out people that can pray for you to be accountable to to brainstorm with and then the last step which was mine was to reward yourself to celebrate your accomplishments your successes big and small all throughout the year so i hope that this has encouraged you with goal setting and your big dreams this year I believe in encouraging women to go for their big dreams because we serve a big God. Too often we limit God or we have a limited mindset, but God wants to do amazing things in your life this year beyond everything you think or imagine. I pray God's many blessings upon you this year. And if you need any further help, email me at elizabethdjones at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast here at iTunes, Betchens International Speaker Official Podcast. Also go to my website at Betchens.net and get signed up on my mailing list. If you're not already signed up, you'll get a free gift, my video on your purpose. I pray you have a wonderful day and God bless. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.